Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's podcast. This is my opinion on fitness. I am Boyan, and fun fact, I'm not a Capricorn, and no, I don't like long walks on the beaches. Sick. Anyway, let's get on to today's topic. What is this podcast? This podcast is basically me voicing or airing my opinions to everyone else. This mainly, this mainly comes from the fact that A, I'm secluded in my own room most of the time being. I do a lot of sports, I do a lot of like fitness, so you know, compile the three things together and hence you get this, a podcast, which I'm in charge of. Yay, this is the first episode, so it's going to be me, myself and I, who are the main givers of information for this podcast, but fret not, I'm actually going to have a structured podcast for today, and today's podcast is just going to be about debunking fitness myths. Yes, I'm going in hard in the first episode of the podcast, I'm going to attempt to release it every Friday, because, well, every Thursday, Friday, slash either day, depends when I finish it, because it's going to be a one take, and since I have no sponsors, or have no one to give me money for this, I don't have to cut in and out of anything, so let's get on to the first part of the topic of today, of debunking myths, and that's going to come from Wearing extra clothing in the gym to make yourself sweat more does not correlate to long-term weight loss or, as everyone's attempting to, fat loss. Because fat loss comes from the basic calories in, calories out equation of if you eat less calories than you burn, you'll lose fat and or general weight. Because if your diet doesn't really consist of a high pro of high protein sufficient foods that help you maintain your muscle, then you will also lose muscle when you decrease your calories. But that's not the point. The point is I see so many people putting on wraps, putting on extra layers of clothing, this, that, the other, trying to lose weight. And it's not it's not their fault. They don't they don't understand the concept of just because you're sweating, just because you're heating up, doesn't mean you lose extra calories. Sure, the law of thermodynamics might make a bit of sense is if you're a bit hotter, you'll lose more calories. But the general term is the fact that the amount of calories you burn walking while sweating is too inconvenient to do that. So in reality, if you're in shorts and a t-shirt on a treadmill doing five kilometers an hour for an hour, you relatively burn the same amount of calories as you would wearing trackies, a hoodie, a jumper, another jumper, a cap, doing the same five kilometers in the same hour because it's the same activity 
the same amount of calories slash energies that are needed for that five kilometers for you to walk. Just one might cause you to be more dehydrated than the other and you're going to need a lot more water and salt, potassium, electrolytes to get back everything you sweated out. But hey, that can also be cause for concern because if you're doing that and you're not hydrating properly, then you might pass out from dehydration on a machine with weights or anything that's not good. A lot of pro athletes, so bodybuilders, boxers, even fighters dehydrate themselves. They don't, the fact that they dehydrate themselves for a weigh-in, it's not healthy because it strains the body too much. Some use diuretics, or well, a lot of use, a lot of them use diuretics to flush out the body of all unnecessary water that they have. They don't drink for the whole two days before the weigh-in, lose as much water as possible, and they look dead. If we compare it to Conor McGregor when he was in a lighter weight class, going on stage for his weigh-in, he looked like a skeleton. It was kind of hysterical. Then you see bodybuilders do it. And they do it to look more vascular. But the long the long and short of it is, the tall... I don't know the term. But the long, short, whatever it is, they lose weight acutely. They don't do it for long-term benefits. They do it for short-term gain. Because the short-term gain is they're going to be able to enter their weight class. Or they're going to be able to look good on stage for those few minutes. Boxers and fighters, people in martial arts, people in combat sports, they will drop the weight significantly before a weigh-in, but then you will see them the next day or however long till, the next, till their fight is, even if it's a few hours, they will hydrate, they will put back on 5 kilograms, just from the fact that they're putting on the carbs, because they need it for energy, putting back on the water, and with carbohydrates back in their systems, their muscles start to regain the glycogen, regain all the size they had before that's why bodybuilders whilst they're dry no no water whatsoever they'll have carbohydrates the carbohydrates go into the muscles and makes muscles look big but with additional carbohydrates combat fighters or combat athletes also consume water to stay hydrated so they can easily put back on three four plus kilograms because that weight loss is acute, it's short term, it's just for them to be able to get into their weight class, they're not doing it for health reasons, they're doing it to win at sports, so people that want to lose weight through sweating more, there's no direct correlation between sweating more and losing weight, because some people can't sweat, some people don't have the gland, some people don't sweat, which some people find it kind of weird, but some people don't sweat, and they can't sweat, because they have an underlying issue. While some people can sweat like a pig, my bad, towards the pigs. But you all, you've all seen people in the gym or training that are drenched in sweat within the first five minutes of it. But then there are people, like females, who don't sweat at all. I am, I am so sure that females don't sweat, don't use the restroom, and just go in there just to have a good time. They don't do any. They, their body doesn't function properly. That's my uh, that's my two that's my two cent on that. So, first part, wearing extra layer of clothing to sweat more to lose more weight. 
acute, sure, it works with this number on the scale. Long term, well, the best way to lose weight is just long term calorie restriction and exercising. Simples. Part two of four. Yes, I actually have four points for this. For this, I don't even know what it is. This chat, this self-inflicted podcast, which I am recording on my MacBook. Yes. And if it shoots somewhere, I hope to God that someone hears this. Part two is going to be... What did I I write down for part two? I think what I wrote for part two was diets are not necessary. And that can trigger a lot of people because their only insight is, oh no, but if you diet, you lose weight. The term diet is, it's been kind of slandered because diet doesn't refer to losing weight. Diet means what you're intaking, what you're eating. Diet isn't a way of life. It should be a lifestyle. It shouldn't be a short 16-week, 8-week fat loss phase. Diet is just how you live. It should be a lifestyle. And more than anything, a lot of influencers that aren't trash, that aren't going to sell you an 8-week fat loss program by just doing HIIT, a lot of influencers who are smart, if you want to look them up, uh, more more plates, more dates, Gregory Doucette, and a lot of nutritionists will tell you that diets, some diets just don't work because people can't stick to it because you're too restrictive. So why have a diet in the first place? Find a middle ground. There's no need for a diet. If you want to lose weight, then there is a plethora of ways to do it without hitting your diet with a jackhammer. You can start by decreasing the amount of processed foods you consume within a day. And then you can start increasing the amount of whole foods you consume within a day. But you don't hit 100% 100% speed. You don't hit zero to sixty within one second. When it comes to when it comes to specific phases in your life, it takes zero to sixty. It might take a few weeks. It might take a few months. It might take even a few years for you to start getting the results you want, depending on what stage of your life you're in. You can't undo years and years of damage to the body from processed foods, not training not exercising, living a very sedentary life within two to three months because that doesn't equate properly. You see a lot of bodybuilders and athletes and stuff like that going from overweight to being... I, I don't want to say the term, but I'm going to say the term because it's my podcast. Podcast Being dick skin level of leanness, that means you can see all the veins, that means you can see all the vascularity, But here's the thing, the thing is, it's not their first rodeo, their bodies are accustomed to the life of bulking and cutting, but on extreme levels. Even rugby players that that I know, that were talking to me, were saying how during the off-season, you just eat to put weight on, and then when pre-season hit, 
you have to lose all the excess weight you're not using. And for me, that's kind of that's kind of stressful. Because imagine you're having so much fun during your off season. You're not training. You're not doing anything. You're just eating to your heart's content. That's fine. You can eat to your heart's content when you're trying to lose weight, just by having str- smart, strategical game plans throughout the whole week. Okay, so you eat to your heart's content. You put on about like ten kilograms of mass. And then you've got to lose five of it because half of it is just fat and the other half just muscle if you trained at all. If not, pre-season hits you like a stack of bricks and you're just puking after every session. You know, just how just how life was meant to be. And you see, I don't... I've never gone through a phase of bulking or cutting. I don't... I don't see that as being beneficial to anyone. In my opinion, what you should... What people should strive to do is if you're in a healthy range for your weight, that doesn't mean you have heart issues, cardiovascular issues, you don't feel pains in your joints, X, 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 you know, just all the things that are related to bad lifestyles, negative lifestyles, in impeding your performance to live, just maintain, just eat enough calories, to maintain your lifestyle. If you're training, eat more calories to maintain your training because then your training will be properly fueled. You won't feel the need to have to use stimulants, use use excess amounts of, well, I said stimulants, that counts towards everything, counts towards pre-workouts, counts towards caffeine, counts towards everything to feel good for a workout because if you fuel your body, if you fuel your body right, then your body can do amazing things. And fueling your body right comes from eating the right foods. And that doesn't mean saying like, oh, but you said you can't eat processed foods, but then you go and get a Rice Krispie treat. Look, Rice Krispies, like scientifically, they just seem to work the best for pre-workouts in terms of carbohydrates. They're fast-releasing carbohydrates, they have sugar, they have the quick-release carbs which are, which are needed, and they give you a silly pump in the gym. And when I say pump, it means those that glucose, that glycogen, which was just consumed, goes straight into your muscles and you look buff as. Also, it's a nice treat to have, because you're going to go to the gym. If you're going there for 30, 40 minutes to do weight weightlifting, and when I say weightlifting, I mean lifting of weights in any sense of the term i'm not going to get specific about it not ollie lifting not power lifting if you're just going to lift weights and you have one rice crispy treat that's 135 calories 135 calories that is nothing compared to what you're eating for the rest of the day if you if 20 percent of the time you can't be can't be bad how can you expect to be 80 percent of the time good the 80 20 rule 80 percent of the time eat your greens eat your protein eat Eat the complex carbs. Enjoy yourself. 20% of the time, have that slice of cake. Have that slice of pizza. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Have that slice. Have a slice of it. Don't go over the top. Don't say, I'll have one scoop of ice cream. And then after 10 minutes, be like, okay, cool. I'll finish off the ice cream. So there's no point. Because that's just going over the top. And that's what causes you to put the weight on.
But if, it, for example, you go out one night, the next morning, don't feel bad for going out. Don't feel bad for having 10 shots of vodka with the girls or with the boys. Don't be sad that you had a VK. Be sad you had a VK because it's a VK and they're terrible. If you don't know what a VK is, it's WKD. If you don't know what WKD is, it's basically sugar in a bottle mixed with alcohol. It is terrible. Highly wouldn't recommend unless you're at university. As I was saying, the next morning after a night out, you don't have to punish yourself. There's no need to punish yourself because then that just brings mental... That just brings your mental down. That brings your body and your mind into saying, oh, if you go out, next time you can't do this. Next time you can't do that. All in all, just make... If you want, make better decisions on a night out. If you're going to go for a mixer, go for a low-calorie or zero-calorie mixer. If you're going to go for shots of vodka, have a single, you know, simple things, have a small glass of wine for going out for dinner. But when it gets to the point where you did what you did, you had that surplus of calories, don't feel restrained, don't feel restrictive in any way possible because that just brings on a bad image, gives it a bad rep to what you can do the following day. Because the following day you're gonna be like, oh, uh, I'm going to stay in bed because I feel bad. I don't want to eat anything because I have my calories out then. Sometimes it's better just to say, look, do you know what? I'm throwing out of the door. I'm going to have a good weekend. And I'm going to start again on Monday. That's what everyone should do. And that is going to be part two. Part two, diets don't work. They're not necessary. For some people, they might be necessary. This can be expanded upon in a different podcast. But just, you know, just the potatoes of the steak, of the actual meal, because there's still the steak and the sides. Oh, actually, no, do you know what? This is probably the side dish of the main, the main piece. Diets can be expanded upon and can be spoken about for hours and hours and hours. But in my general opinion, if you want to live a life where you're not aiming to have bulging six packs 24-7, you don't want to be an athlete that's when I say athlete you don't want to be that athlete that's 120 kilograms 300 like pounds of pure mass there's no need for it you don't have to consume calories your body will regulate you it will say look chief you're eating too much also just you know enjoy your life but if you do have issues with your weight with your body mentally and everything and you rely rely on calorie counting to keep you in check then that's a different story henceforth why i'm saying that calorie counting diets it's not just one side of a coin there's imagine it's not one side of a die there's like there's like a hundred other sides of the story that comes with diets and for me i'm saying to live a good life you don't need to count calories or count Keep your diet in check because a diet isn't a diet, it's a lifestyle. Sweet. Number three, the types of diets that are out there. Look, I understand, I understand some people make a living of promoting their diet, of promoting their their mumbo jumbo idea of, oh yeah, if you eat this, 
and this in conjunction at exactly 12.05 when the moon is kind of at an angle of 45 degrees, it will cause fat loss to 99.9% .9 of all the fat cells in your body. First off, right, if anyone comes up to you straight away and gives you a diet without asking you anything about your goals, uh, your preferences, that person should not be trusted because they've probably given that same diet to the same per same group of people a hundred gosh darn times. And do you know why they're giving it to people? Because people have asked for it. People have said, how do you stay at your level of body fat? How do you stay lean? Because we've become so skewed to the idea of what an actual body is meant to look like from looking at films, from guys actually looking at porn, it's, it might sound ridiculous, but guys watching porn and girls watching porn has skewed the idea of what a body is meant to look like. And people can say, oh, like, what do you mean by that? Well, obviously, any form of media that portrays a specific body type over and over and over again, it's going to imprint the image into everyone's mind saying, like, oh, that is what I need to look like in order to get X, Y, or Z. Or girls, oh, this is what I need to look like to be a normal human being. And then you get people that prey on people, that mindset. They prey on them and then they go to them and they say, hey, I've got what you need. I have the key. Stop me if you haven't heard this before. You want to get that body type. You want to be ripped. You want to be lean. You want to be what girls dream of. You want the guys to look at you wherever you go. Well, if that is the case, then why don't you try out our new diet plan? Only XXX. But you have to scroll to the bottom of the page, press the button, put your credit card details in, and bam! You can now look like whoever you want, which I've probably heard about a bajillion times. Fun fact, you don't need supplements to get a body type. Supplements, what supplement am I talking about? I mean, you don't need protein, you don't need whey protein, you don't need pre-workout, you don't need that, that multivitamin, you don't need that, 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 the minerals, you don't need anything, you don't need beta alanine, you don't need, you don't need a lot of things in life. You need vegetables, you need fruits, you need carbs, you need protein, you need fats, and a roof over your head. But someone assuming that the reason you're not losing weight, or the reason you're not losing weight, or the reason you're not losing weight, you see where I'm going? Everybody thinks the way to be happy is to lose weight. Because if they lose weight, they can get that dream job. They can go and get the girl of the dream, or the guy of their dream, or the person of their dream, because non-binary, or stuff like that. People assume that with weight loss comes achievements in life. I'm sure that can come from the fact that you become more of a confident person that you start becoming more 
socially accepted because you've lost the weight, which I think is ridiculous yet again. And it all comes down to the fact that before you were very not self-confident and then whilst losing weight you start loving yourself. Everyone should love themselves regardless of what they look like. And people that sell you fad diets, for example, if I hear one more person say that keto is the way forward, I'll tell you right now, it's really not. It's really not the way forward. I, one summer, when I was younger and I was a bit dumber, went on keto. Okay, and I can remember it very well. This is one thing I hate. I can remember things very well, especially the embarrassing parts of my life. And that kind of hinders me. This is one of those things. I thought keto was the shiz. I thought keto was going to rule the world, okay? Keto, smart. High fat, high protein, smart. Eating pork crackling and scratching every single day? Why? Having to just eat meat every single day? Tasty, but why? Wanting an apple, but looking at my fitness pal and looking at, oh, an apple. Too many carbs for me. No one should have to say that something has too many carbs for them in order to not consume it. it it's an apple, a fruit. Apple is, is God's gift to this world. An apple contains your vitamins, contains your carbohydrates, contains everything that you would want to have. Okay, everybody should be able to have an apple. Okay, but I was so skewed on the idea of not having an apple because keto. Okay, and obviously, I lost weight on keto. Everyone loses the initial weight on keto because they lose the glycogen, the glucose, the carbs from their body, and their body can't retain water. You know what else I forgot to do? whilst I was on keto, I forgot to have fibre. So, my body, being on a calorie deficit, malnourished, I lost weight. Obviously, I thought that this, this was great, this was wonderful, okay? Uh, that was the fad diet I was on, because I wasn't on it for long. I remember going to rugby training once. I was tired. I was dead. There's nothing to keep me going. Sure, I could eat all the red meat, all the white meat in the world, but if I don't have carbohydrates in my system whilst I'm playing rugby, a sport which is start, stop, start, stop, you're just going to regret it. You're just not going to enjoy your time. And I remember dropping three kilograms in a week and saying, oh, if I can drop another three kilograms the following week, that would be great. I went off keto after like five weeks. I put on another two, three kilograms within two days. But nothing's wrong with that. That's nothing's wrong with putting weight back on from carbohydrates and water. The only thing that should be wrong is the fact that I saw an apple as a food I couldn't eat because I was on a diet. If a diet is too restrictive, then it will cause a lot of backlashes. For example, as I stated in part two and part one, acute weight loss does not equate to fat loss. 
it's just not plausible. There's too much fat within our bodies for one day of dieting to equate to fat loss. Unless you are in a calorie deficit of three and a half thousand, then you can lose a pound of fat in a day. But that won't happen because you always have something in your system for that one day. Within second part, I stated how diet shouldn't be a lifestyle choice. Well, no, I said life, diets should just be lifestyle instead. It shouldn't be something short. It shouldn't be acute. It shouldn't be short term. We're not bodybuilders here. We are all human beings to start off with. We all want to live. We all want to enjoy our lives. And taking away the fact that I wanted an apple and I couldn't have it. I couldn't have an apple that is an average of about 25 grams of carbs. So about 100 to 100. It can be anywhere from 100 to 150 calories for an apple that if you look beyond the carbohydrates, it has vitamins and it's healthy as. It just shows you that diets, when you put it into that context, aren't necessary. And fad diets, such as keto, are can have their place in time. For example, the carnival diet had its place thousands of thousands of thousands of years ago, during the prehistoric ages. Now, not so much. If people come up to you again and say your only goal, say you want to put on mass, but he's giving you a diet for fat loss, don't talk to that person. He just wants to sell you something. Another story to add. I went to a, to a convention. I went to a meeting. I don't like meetings. They're too formal for me. That, that's what everyone says. It's true. Meetings are too formal. And at this meeting, it was for a company that we all know called Herbalife. Look, I'm just going to say my opinion because... A, Herbalife won't hear this, and if they do, they can suck a fat one. They are the biggest bunch of nincompoops I've ever met in my life. Look, the people that are below the boss, the people that aren't the chiefs of the company, they will ridicule you to no extent to get you onto Herbalife, because that's, that's going to be their form of income. Okay? The chiefs at the top... They will smile and laugh with you as long as you purchase something because they know if you purchase something, that's the money in their bank account. But since it's a pyramid scheme, saying it what it is, it's a multi-level business. No, it's a pyramid scheme. People at the bottom get scraps, okay? People at the middle get can get a whole meal. But people at the top get that buffet. They get that lifestyle because they're in charge, okay? Like, look, if if they come at me and say, oh, but Cristiano Ronaldo has his own has his own uh, nutrition brand, nutrition line with them. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo had his, had, past tense, had his line of sports supplements with Herbalife. Okay, what what do you want me to say? Marshawn Lynch, NFL, ex-NFL player, had 
have his line of specific skills. Are skills are skills healthy now? Question mark. What? An athlete consumes it, so it must be good. Yeah. So there's also the advert of uh, NBA players eating Mackies. There's the advert that Ronaldo also did of KFC, consuming KFC. And there's also another one of him using a six-pack stimulator machine. I'm pretty sure Ronaldo doesn't need a stick six-pack simulator machine. Okay? The only person I want to meet that Ronaldo paid for and used is his dentist, because his teeth are beautiful. Diet fads are not... They're not long-lasting. If you look at people that go on these diets before and after, you will see that they do make an improvement within a short period of time. However, what about the after-after? The after-after looks worse than the before picture because then they're like, okay, I've lost this weight. Let's go have this. Let's go have everything I couldn't have on the diet. And within less time than the diet was, was they'll put the weight back on. Because diet fads, short-term, they're not long-lasting, and they're just there to make a point. Wicked. Last, last part. This is going to be the last part of this podcast today. I actually need to go to my notes and see what I wrote. Notes. Nope. This one, oof. So, we've gone through how doing exercise in extra layers of clothing doesn't really correlate to more calories being burned. Because calories in versus calories out. More calories in than out, putting on weight. Less calories in than calories out, losing weight. Calories in equates to calories out, maintaining weight. Simple. Okay. Uh, so putting on extra layers of clothing doesn't make doesn't make you lose more calories. Cool. Going on diets. Diets shouldn't be a thing. They should be a lifestyle choice. Fat diets shouldn't be a thing. They're just there to make people money. And so we understand calories are important. Okay. Fasted cardio. Though, fasted cardio, when people say I do fasted cardio or fasted cardio is positive or even fasted workouts that I go to the gym without anything in my system and I work out, I say congrats because that's your lifestyle choice, okay? But when they say it makes them feel better is it the fact that they don't have food in their system that makes them feel better. Or is it the fact that they're not as bloated going to the gym? They'll have their coffee or a pre-workout. Still zero calories. Doesn't cause the metabolism to spike or anything. You still get the caffeine, beta alanine, creatine. You get everything you need to feel hype. And then they say that fasted cardio is better for fat loss than normal cardio. Which I disprove. I am going to disprove this one. 100%. Okay, cool. Fasted cardio. Let's say you have four meals a day. Let's say you eat a meal before you do your cardio. You do the same cardio fasted as you do unfasted. So, you know, fed. Okay. 
So that's one meal, cardio, then three more meals. But how about cardio, then four meals? If your calories are exactly the same, if the calories burnt are exactly the same, if you're the same person, but you just did fasted cardio, overfed cardio, but you still ate the same amount of calories, I've got some news for you, pal. You're not losing more fat than the person below you. Unless you're in a heavier deficit in your calorie intake, besides that, you're not losing more weight. Why? Well, simple. The only way to lose weight, to lose fat, is to be in a calorie deficit. As you hear a lot of people say, to be in a negative energy balance. Fasted cardio doesn't increase how many calories you burn. However, in my opinion, fasted workouts might be worse for you. Here it is, it's my opinion. Fasted calories might be worse for you as you don't have an energy, you don't have energy in your system. Sure you have fat, sure you might have the meal from last night, but you want carbohydrates before you work out, or intra-workout, and that will give you the energy to push, push more, so your intensity will be higher, and with a higher intensity, you can do more work, you can have more work volume, and with a higher work volume, you can burn more calories, you can strain the muscles harder, you can get more gains, whilst on a fasted cardio, no, on a fasted workout, you don't have the energy, you don't have the carbohydrates, nor the energy from anything else in your body giving it to you. All you have is your willpower. Sure, it can mentally make you a better person, it can make you stronger, but I don't think I've ever seen a marathon runner run a fasted marathon. I don't think I've ever seen an athlete go into a training session without consuming something in the system. Because energy is essential for workouts. But then saying you do fasted cardio over normal unfed normal fed cardio is going to make you burn more fat is look, if it works for you, it works for you. But in my opinion, I'd rather do my cardio with something in my system versus going to do my cardio on an empty stomach, um, they're like, ah, oh. even if it's something small, I'd rather have it in my system. But if time restraints, you wake up, you're going to be late for work if you eat, and then eating, you have to wait a bit, and then look, have something small, go for your run, come back, you won't be late for work. If you want to do your fasted workouts, do your fasted workouts. I'm whatever works for you. And yeah. That was episode one of my opinion on fitness. Thank you very much for lasting this long. I don't think I've ever lasted this long my whole life. And thank you for listening. If you have any comments, any tips, or anything you want to talk about, leave me a comment. Please follow the podcast. Please subscribe. Give my Instagram a follow at B-O-J-A-N-C-E-C-A-R-I-C. It's in the description. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful time of the day. Bye.